Richard, I know you're there, and I, you know we'll talk about your horses down there. Is it just me, or has Cup Week lost a bit of its sheen? Oh, there's no doubt, Dan, and that really pains me to say that it has lost a, a bit of its sheen, and it's it's lost a bit of its following. And I think there are a combination of reasons that have caused that to happen. First, the Melbourne Cup is an iconic race that is like no other race in the entire racing world, which is a big, big place. It was a race that engaged every single Australian. They'd watch it on the TV, they'd listen to it on the radio, and they had an opinion on which horse could win, and everyone had a tip or a flutter on the Melbourne Cup. That was the thing about the Melbourne Cup that every other racing jurisdiction, racing nation in the world would have given their eye teeth for. Mm -hmm. And suddenly... Someone down at the VRC, which is the club that controls the Melbourne Club, the Melbourne Cup, uh, decided that it should be an internationals race, and they brought in all these international horses more and more every year. You know, it started off when a few came in; that was a good thing, and then they flogged it to death. Till finally, most of the field was coming in from overseas, and the and the people didn't know one horse from another, so they lost that connection immediately, which lost a lot of the following of the Melbourne Cup. Cause of that, the, an unforeseen cause of those international horses coming in was the unacceptably high breakdown rate in the race, mm. which turned a lot of people away from racing, and we're trying to struggling to get them back. The other things that happened was they took the broadcast away from Channel Seven, which had been doing it for God knows twenty, thirty years before, and gave it to Channel Ten. Good on Channel Ten, but it broke that connection again. Mm -hmm. More people will probably watch Channel Seven today, watching the the big race in Sydney. No doubt. Yep. The Golden Eagle, then we would be watching Derby Day, which is one of the greatest racing days in the world. So there are a few of the reasons that they were self-inflicted and they broke that connection. And now it's very hard to get it back. Do you reckon Sydney's hurt that market as well with the Everest and then, as you said, the Golden Eagle today? As, as Volandi stepped in and, and absolutely hammered him down there, because that's something that he was trying to do, wasn't it? Well, I think, Peter saw an opportunity with the appalling decisions that I thought were being made in Victoria, and he obviously thought the same and thought, well, if they're going to go that way, we'll just go our own way. And yes, it, it may have damaged their, their carnival, but it was self-inflicted. They allowed that to happen. Somehow very fitting that Melbourne, which does, I love Melbourne Woodsy, but it does have an inferiority complex, and they do need to be wrecking. They do they feel the need us. to be, not even, I'm not worried about Sydney, but the, the, Rich, they do, you lived in Melbourne for many years, need to be recognised on the world stage with a world sporting cap. Uh, I, I don't think that's unique to Melbourne. I understand that. I but, think that's but, an Australian but thing. But I do think that is the heart yeah, of the I, problem with the Melbourne Cup is that they felt the need, this race, it might be the biggest sporting event in Australia, bigger than the Boxing Day Test, bigger than the AFL and NRL Grand Finals and Origin. But no, we need to be recognised on the world stage. But you brought up something interesting there, and that is... Um, you know, the th hundreds of thousands of dollars that these owners and uh, spend on bringing these internationals that we don't have a clue about them. And then they get, what were you saying? They're getting rubbed out now by the vets because they are petrified about having a breakdown in the race. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the conditions of the race now that you have to pass all these vest tests to, to get a start in the race. And a lot of these international horses who race in very benign conditions in the Northern Hemisphere, soft tracks, that sort of thing is the norm up there. They come down here, firmer tracks, harder training facilities, and they have, they get, they're getting, or they bring with them inherent problems that the vets are discovering here and saying, no, you're not running because we 
are not going to watch another horse be euthanized after a Melbourne Cup if we can possibly help yep. it, which is a very good thing. So, but it's having a big impact on the race. And these people are bringing out you know, extraordinarily valuable horses with great expense to get them out here. And they're getting out here and being CT scanned by the vets, and the vets are saying, no, so, you're not running. So with the soft track in Freo, it's been running for the last couple of weeks down there. Is it going, to be, a, is it going to be an international <laughs> big chance to win this one? Well, the ones that get through, you, you can bet they're getting the conditions that they really like. And not, not that anyone's turning on the sprinklers or all that rubbish. It's raining here. Uh, all right. Uh, it is Melbourne. By the way, I said earlier, it was nice to see Melbourne have all... I know they've had all the floods. Nice to see Melbourne get some rain. I mean, I'm just sick of Sydney being yes, exactly. the capital of rain in this country when, and, and cricket matches being Beautiful washed out. Today, yeah. It's actually a nice day. Careful what you wish for, Dan. <laughs> I know. We don't want another 10 years of drought.